from Marked for Life Ministries and Logan Legrand. Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. You are about to step into your destiny. You are about to step into the purpose that he has called you for in your life. The Purpose Podcast. The podcast that helps you find and fulfill your purpose in the kingdom. You have greatness and potential on the inside of you. All you have to do is live it out. Now, here is your host, Logan Legrand. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Purpose Podcast. Hope you are doing great. Uh, Been a minute since I've been here. Last podcast with Eric Gilmore. Honestly, I say all the time, you know, it was my favorite podcast. That one truly was my favorite podcast. And I really wanted to pray into what we talked about on this episode and not just throw something out there. So I prayed about it and I prepared and I really think that this is the specific word that needs to be released right now in this season for me, uh, because it's something that I've battled. And I also think for you that this is going to touch your heart. So welcome in. I hope you're having a great month. It's been chaotic a lot in 2020. 2020 has just about been a decade. It feels like very chaotic, very weird, but I know this, Jesus is still on his throne. Uh, He still reigns. He still gets all the glory and he is still moving in hearts and in lives. And I'm just excited to be a part of the kingdom, to talk to people just like you. And I know that you have a purpose in the kingdom. You have a place in order to fulfill your destiny. And I'm just so thankful that we can do this thing together. So welcome to the Purpose Podcast. Let's go ahead and get started. If it's your first time here, I don't say this often, but I do want to say this today. I want to invite you to subscribe. And if you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, if you click that subscribe button, it will notify you whenever we release a new episode. And also another note, if you are listening on iTunes, I would really appreciate it if you just gave us a quick rating. A lot of you guys have been with me since the beginning. We're in this thing going on three years now. So if you could take a moment and just share how God is moving in your life through the podcast, that would really be an encouragement. And of course, if you're listening on one of the regular podcast outlets and you're like, hey, I want to see a video. We now do video as well. So right now, as I'm speaking, you get to see me talking. I don't know why that's exciting to you guys, but anyway, you get to see that if you go on our YouTube channel. It's just that Logan the Grand. If you Google me, it will come up. Today, I want to talk about fresh identity. A lot of people find their identity in so many other things except Jesus. In my life, there's been many times that I have found my identity in serving rather than in God. And since we talk so much about purpose here, I really want to specify that our purpose is nothing else except to be in the presence of God. Now, will you have gifts? Yes, you will have gifts. And like, I understand that my purpose is to evangelize and fulfill the gospel, right? Like, I know that's my calling. I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. But none of that can happen if I don't have a one-on-one relationship with God. When I really started growing in youth ministry, when I was a youth pastor, uh, there were some really interesting things that took place. I was serving and I, I practically lived at the church. I was there all the time and I got so wrapped up in let's do this, let's do that, let's fulfill all these things that my relationship with God turned into nothing but doing things. There was no communion with Jesus. There was no relationship with him. I even realized that there was times that I wasn't even really praying and all I was doing was preparing a message 
You know, I, I wouldn't open up my Bible unless if I was getting ready to preach. And I really had to go through a season of all that being restored and changed. And, you know, you guys know I walked through this season of sonship and I talk about it all the time, but it truly was a season of reckoning because I was so broken in the way that I saw God. It, it was just like, I really got wrapped up in this idea of I needed to work my way into heaven. Like I understood that I was saved. I understood that there is grace, but listen, it does not make you any better if you're serving. It doesn't change anything. I mean, God, God says, you know, that Jesus says, and I think it's Matthew 20, 28, that he came to serve and so that we should serve as well. And so I believe that serving is a type of worship, but serving does not get you into heaven. Grace gets you into heaven. And I just want to clarify that today. And I know that's kind of a simple revelation, but it's so true. And I think we really miss out on that a lot. And so today we're going to tackle those things. There's really three major points that I want to go over. And the first thing is keeping God first. Keeping God first. I say that because, you know, we have to remind ourselves the reason that we're doing all this stuff, the reason that we're singing on the stage, the reason that we're preaching, the reason that we're praying for the sick is because we love God and we want other people to know about his glory and his majesty and how amazing he is. But even though that seems simple and it's like we would all get in that, I know so many pastors that, you know, really struggle in their relationship with God because, being a pastor and being a ministry is a full-time job. You're always answering phone calls. Um, you know, you're always being available for when someone's sick or someone's passing away. It comes to a point to where you really have to make sure you have scheduled time out with God and sitting in his presence. God always comes first. God comes before serving. God comes before your church, right? I mean, you know, the church is his house, yes, but you've got to be in a place to where you aren't concerned about going to church, but just being in the presence of God. And when you're in the presence of God, you're going to have a desire to go back into church. It, it kind of all flows together. And so it's a reflection of that. And I want to look at scripture for this. Matthew 6, 6 says, but when you pray, go into your room, shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees you in secret will reward you. All right. We're going to have lots of scripture today. But when I talk about the secret place, the reason I call it the secret place is for this particular scripture right here. Matthew 6, 6. When you pray, go into secret. Go hide in him. Go get lost in his presence. Go take time to fellowship with God. That's what you have to do. You have to get along because the chaotic voices of today will begin to distract you. So that's why I say before anything else, God first, go pray. Before church, already be in prayer for your pastor. Already be in prayer for those that aren't saved. And I'm going to give you a revelation that I received earlier this week here in just a moment about church. And it's probably going to wreck you. Let's continue though. James 4, 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands you sinners, and purify your hearts. Cleanse your hands, cleanse your heart, okay? Uh, Matthew 6, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. All right, so here, here's really what the major revelation was that I received. I love church. I love attending church. I love fellowshipping with other believers, but the church 
The church's purpose is not to host encounters of God. That's not its purpose. The church's purpose is not so that you can go on Sunday and feel revived so that way you can make it through your week. The church's purpose is not to hold a service on Sunday and Wednesday so that way when you get midweek and you start getting discouraged, you can go to church. The church's purpose is to fulfill the works of the ministry. How do I know? Because when you look in Scripture, it says that he sent apostles, he sent prophets, he sent pastors, he sent preachers and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And so I was, God told me that and I was really praying into it. And and I was thinking about times I've seen encounters in scripture. For example, look at Acts chapter two, everybody was gathered together and they were praying. So unity is very important, right? And because they were praying, God sent the promised Holy spirit in that moment and revival began to happen. But as soon as that encounter happened, The reflection of that was that they went forward and they fulfilled the work of the ministry. And so will there be encounters in churches? Yes, there will. But the church should not be your hub for access to the Holy Spirit. You can pray when you're sitting at home. You can pray when you're in in your bedroom. You can pray on your way to work and you can have a relationship with God. And if everyone had a relationship with God and truly prayed, then church would be an overflow of that. Church is important. We've got to come together, but we've also got to understand church cannot be what our relationship with God looks like. It will play a major part in it, yes, but it cannot be all of it. You've got to pray outside of the church building. You've got to worship outside of the church building. So number one, we've got to remember, we've got to keep God first. Listen, God does come before church. His church is important. But if we get wrapped up in the idea of a church and we're just going to do a whole bunch of things so we feel better about ourselves and we're not really praying, then God isn't first. Because if God is first, then he will always be on our hearts. And that brings us to number two. You've got to check your heart. Check your heart. Listen, if we were in a public place right now, I tell you to turn to your neighbor and say, check your heart. All the time, I'm trying to guard my heart. I want you guys to understand I deal with bitterness at times. I deal with frustration. I deal with anger and I deal with doubt. Sometimes I deal with fear. All the emotions that you face, I face them as well. And so when I'm walking into a situation, when I'm counseling with somebody or when I'm ministering to somebody, a lot of times I have to check my heart because it's very easy for me to get in my flesh. And that's just the truth. I have to guard my heart and say, God, what are you trying to do right now in this moment? And so when someone asks you to serve, You need to check your heart. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I here on Sunday night? Am I here so other people can see that I'm at church? Or am I here because I know that I need to fellowship with other believers and I'm here to encourage other people? Get outside of the selfish mindset of church is just so, you know, people say all the time, we're going to go have church. Church is a place for us to come together and fulfill the work of the ministry. Check your heart. Go, don't just go to church to just get something. Go to church to give something. Go to do ministry yourself as well. I don't mean go get on the microphone. I mean go and encourage somebody. Go and tell somebody that you believe that they are going to be successful in life, that you believe they have a purpose in their life. Don't just go to get, go to give. So let's look at that. Let's look at Colossians 2.23. Whatever you do, 
work wholeheartedly as for the Lord and not for men. All right. So when you're working in the church, you're not doing it for your pastor. I love you, pastor. I'm thankful to serve under you. I'm thankful for your leadership, but I'm not here serving. I love you. I'm not here serving for you. Okay. I'm here serving for God because get this serving is a type of worship. When you serve, it is an opportunity for you to worship to God. And that's why when you serve, you should do it in excellence. With every single thing that you should do, you should do it unto the Lord. Look at this, Galatians 1.10. For I am now seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So this cannot be about pleasing a person, okay? This has got to be your worship to God. Serving is an excellent thing, but you've got to get your heart right on it, okay? A lot of people who listen to this podcast, you are called to go into ministry. Everybody's called in some type of ministry, right? There's a couple things you've got to figure out. Number one is going to be when you serve, you've got to serve to God. Number two, you've got to have clear boundaries. When to say yes, when to say no. If you have not heard me talk about Dr. Henry Cloud's book, Boundaries, you need to listen Very clearly. I tell everybody I talk to about this book because it has shifted my whole entire life. This is it right here. Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud. It is so helpful. It is so important. And it's changed the way that I talk to people. It's helped me pastor people and care for people in a deeper way. And it's helped me in my own personal relationships. And it's not saying no in a rude way. It's saying no in a respectful way. You've got to understand when you start and when you stop, where where your property lines are in your life. And if you can get those property lines straight for you and your family, it's going to help you be able to serve other people better. I promise that it will. So you've got to check your heart. You got to make sure you're doing it not out of obligation, but out of service to the Lord. And then number three, and this ties in to the other ones as well. This is bring God into your serving. Just like we talked about putting God first. I think it's important that when you are serving in the church, bring God into that. What does that mean? Okay, when you're serving, sometimes you could be cleaning toilets, right? So as you're cleaning those toilets, use this as a ministry opportunity. Clean those toilets with a smile on your face. I love cleaning toilets. I'll tell you that. A lot of people just think it's disgusting. I, it really humbles me, and I just enjoy the work of it because that was the first ministry I ever did. I was uh, assisting as a volunteer janitor at my church, um, and I would just go after school, elementary school, every day and help clean. I just love doing it, vacuuming the floors, cleaning the toilets. I loved it. So I still love to do it to this day. But as you're vacuuming those floors, begin to pray to God. As you're walking down those hallways, pray to God. Let him speak to you. Let him use you. Pray for every person that will walk through that area. Be touched by his presence. Maybe you're serving in a small group. Don't just show up. Bring God into this and pray for other people. Maybe you're serving in the parking lot if you're opening doors for people. As you're doing that, bring the team together. Pray about it and pray for godly encounters and divine appointments to come forth. You've got to bring God into your serving because in the end, this is all about him, right? It's not about what we're doing. It's not about our ideas. It is about Jesus. So as you are serving, you have to look at Jesus and let him move in your life. All right. Galatians 5.13 
It says, for you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love to serve one another. So when you become free, you want to tell others about that freedom. And that's where your excitement should come from as you serve. Now, when I started this episode, I said that we were talking about identity. The reason that I wanted, that I said we're talking about identity is because so many people get their identity specifically from their position within a church. And I want to clarify today that your identity comes from no one else and nothing else except God. He can help you in restoring your whole entire life. Scripture tells us that it's like it's like being reborn. It's like a rebirth. And so my prayer for you today is that you understand fresh identity comes straight from God. Fresh identity comes from sonship and daughtership in his presence. If you don't understand who you are in God, pray. Open up your Bible. Ask for God to help you with discernment and let him truly speak to you in your life. Because listen, you have a purpose in your heart. You have a purpose in your life. God has called you and destined you for his kingdom. And that's so, so, so exciting. But I don't want you to get wrapped up in, okay, my identity comes from A. My identity comes from B. It's like having a job at a fast food restaurant and and that being your whole identity. That is not who you identify as. You have a specific identity that no one else has. You have a specific relationship with God that no one else can have. It can just be you and your father, God. And so you've got to develop that. So let's recap As we're talking about serving an identity today, here's the steps I want to encourage you to take. Number one, keep God first. Keep God first in everything you do when you're looking for your identity and when you're serving. Number two, check your heart, dude. Check your heart. Pay attention to the steps that you're taking, making sure they're godly steps and not fleshly decisions. All right. Number three, bring God into your serving. When you're walking up in Walmart, you better be ready and listening to what God wants to do. Be ready to pay for those groceries. Be ready to help that person that needs help. Be ready. Scripture says to always be prepared in season and out of season. Walk being ready to carry the good news of Jesus. And so I say all that in serving. I want you to know this. I know that as people listen to this, some of you are going to be convicted. And I know that because I was convicted when I faced this. If you are finding your identity through serving, I just want you to know there's no reason to carry shame in that. We've all been there at some point or another. And so my encouragement to you is to just look at this and say, God, I understand that I've been working way more than I've been accepting your grace. And so God, help me accept your grace. Help me to continue to serve you. But let my servanthood be of worship. A lot of times when I serve, I like to hear people's responses. It encourages me to know that I'm doing a a good job. But another thing is, what if no one says that you're doing a good job? Do you want to quit? Do you feel like no one cares? Well, if that's the case, you're looking to the wrong person. You're not supposed to be pleasing man. You're supposed to be pleasing God. It is a worship to Jesus. It is, it is an offering that you are bringing to him. When you clean those toilets, when you vacuum that floor, when you open that door, when you greet a person to your church for the first time, or even when you're serving in your workplace, because serving don't just have to be in church, you are offering that as a worship to God. Just like you would lift your hands in song, you are worshiping through serving. Shift your mind on that. Let God change the way that you think about these things and let him restore 
your identity. And so here's the steps I would take if you're struggling with this. Number one, of course, pray. Ask God to encourage you to restore your mindset on this. Repent. Repent from the ways that you've looked at this before and let him shift your heart on it. Check your heart and repent, all right? And then don't feel shameful. Don't let shame creep in and discourage you. And now I want to pray for you. God, I thank you for every listener, every person that's watching. I pray you just touch their heart. Let them know they are so valuable in the kingdom, that you have a purpose for their life, that God, they are doing amazing things right now. But let them find their identity in you, in Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for joining us here on The Purpose Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. We have got all kinds of amazing content here on where you're listening. Scroll through our episodes, listen to those. We've got a YouTube channel as well with other content. And you can also visit our website and sign up for email updates at IamMarkedForLife.com. It's right there on the front page. Thank you again for joining us. And never forget, you have greatness and potential on the inside of you. All you have to do is live it out.